0: Hello and welcome, I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets WHO. I want to thank you for tuning in to this series entitled The Importance of Bible Study. This is a new series that I wanted to share with those who are interested in starting a routine in God's Word but they might feel as if they're unsure on what to do or where to begin. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you. I do want to inform you That this is the last part of the series, but you can go ahead and listen to parts one through five to get plugged in to the motivational aims I've shared. And hopefully you are encouraged and blessed. Now the motivational aim WHO targets quite a few frequently asked WHO questions regarding the importance of Bible study. So what I'm going to do is read 10 questions and then I'm going to provide a response to each question as I go. So that will be the setup and here we go. First question, who is the Bible for? The Bible is for all humanity, for individuals of the past, present, and future. Although it is a book, never forget that the Bible is the very Word of God and since the Bible represents the words of God and is in fact the very Word of God, one thing we know about the Word is that Jesus is the Word. In John, the first chapter, in the 14th verse, it states, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jesus came into a sinful humanity, a sinful world, to sacrifice his body for our sins. The Bible is for all humanity to know, recognize, and praise Jesus for all he has done. And not only praising Jesus, but praising God for his love for us, and then praising God for sending relevant, real truth about history and his guidelines for present-day righteous living. And also we can thank God for his word because he has revealed to us the future of what's going to happen and it's all found in his Tom's word. So who is the Bible for? The Bible is for you and everybody you know and you don't know as well as for me and everybody I know and don't know. God's words are for all humanity The Bible is for all humanity, and Jesus died for all humanity. Question number two, who wrote the Bible? In 2 Timothy, the third chapter, in the 16th through the 17th verse, and you've heard this scripture quite a few times in this series already, but this scripture reads that all scripture is God-breathed, And is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, after reading and hearing that scripture, we know that the Bible is the very word of God and God inspired it. God breathed his words into individuals to write his very word. Okay? God equipped and empowered prophets and first-generation followers of Jesus Christ to write his word. These individuals were led by God to write every word, and when we read the Bible, we know that only God could formulate words in text and context in a manner where it is timeless, alive, and active. And a few known authors of some of the books in the Bible include Moses, Ezra, Nehemiah, Solomon, James, the brother of Jesus, Peter, John, Luke, Jude, Matthew, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and several others. Now, the Bible includes somewhere around 35 authors who were inspired by God to complete it. Never forget that. They were inspired by God to do this. This was nothing they were just doing on their own, getting pencils and pads and just writing encouraging notes to people. Although the encouraging notes could be inspired, God is the author of his word. God inspired people to write his word down. That is why God's word is timeless, active, and alive. Question number three, who picked the authors of the Bible? God picked the authors of the Bible. Question number four, who was the Old Testament for? In the Old Testament, Hebrews, also known as Jewish people or Israelites, were recognized as God's chosen people. The Old Testament includes a lot of writings to them. The Old Testament explains how God provided instruction to the Hebrews, and this includes God establishing the Hebrew society. The Old Testament goes into depth with history, wisdom, godly revelations, and messages from God that were written down by his chosen prophets, and all of these messages were directed to God's chosen people. Question number five Who is the New Testament for? The New Testament is for you and me and everybody. The New Testament is actually a continuation of the Old Testament, referring to the coming of the great Messiah Jesus Christ. The New Testament breaks down the life and birth of Jesus Christ, the death, resurrection of Jesus, Christianity, people following Jesus, and the New Testament prepares us for the return of Jesus Christ. Question number six, who reads the Bible? The individuals who read the Bible are the people who read the Bible. Anyone can read the Bible. But for the individuals who read the Bible, who are active doers and hearers of the Word of God, individuals who are really doing what God says and they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, those individuals who read the Word of God, their lives will be transformed. They benefit from reading the Bible. Question number seven. Who benefits From studying the Bible. The person who benefits from studying the Bible is the person who believes and receives the very word of God as truth. When someone actually studies God's word, they are in a better position to discern what is truth and what is a lie. When a person studies God's word, they can identify what is right and wrong. They can utilize wisdom by intentionally avoiding sin and knowing the consequences to every action. When a person studies God's word, they begin to know, hear, and recognize the voice, nature, expectations, and actions of God. When a person starts studying the word of God, they will be in a perfect position to obey, think, and receive the truth and freedom God's Word Provides. When a person studies God's Word, it benefits them because God's Word sets you free. It teaches you, corrects you, encourages you, builds you up, prepares you for every task God has commanded you to complete. God's Word leads you, covers you, directs you, guides you, protects you, heals you, gives you power. God's word gives you wisdom. It sanctifies you, brings you joy. It creates strength within you. You establish courage when you read God's word. God's word is a weapon against the enemy. God's word decimates every lie from the enemy. God's word destroys every stronghold in your life. God's word demolishes fear, shame, and defeat. God's Word comforts, God's Word steadies, God's Word serves as a mirror in our lives, it exposes our wrongs, it shines in our purpose. God's Word is powerful, God's Word is whole, God's Word is impeccable and perfect. When a person studies the Bible and studies the very words of God, it stirs up their faith, their vision, their focus and clarity. And for those who are currently reading God's Word and studying the Bible, I'm pretty sure that you can come up with some more benefits you've noticed from your own study time with God. We benefit from Bible study because the Bible lets us know who our real enemy is. The Bible clearly states in 1 Peter, the fifth chapter, and the eighth verse Be sober minded, be alert, your adversary, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for anyone he can devour. For Satan to be able to devour someone, he has to be able to deceive them first. He has to have them believe lies. He has to do everything contrary to God's word to get somebody off of the right track, off of the right target. When a person reads God's word, they begin to understand who Satan is. And by reading the very words of God, they begin practicing Ephesians, the fourth chapter in the 27th verse. By not giving the devil an opportunity to set up shop in their life. When one reads and studies God's word, they are practicing Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the 10th through the 12th verse. And it states, Finally be strong in the Lord in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. It is real serious out here or in here as it relates to the physical and spiritual realms. When a person studies God's word and they meditate on the word of God and they ponder on the word of God, they are strengthening their spiritual muscles. Their mind is strengthened. Their relationship in God is strengthened. Their heart is strengthened. And their soul is strengthened to trust God, believe God, and follow God. When a person studies God's word, they can detect good and evil. And this comes from Bible study. When you submit yourself unto God by studying his word, you are implementing and practicing James the fourth chapter in the seventh verse. And that states, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. In order for the liar and the deceiver to flee from you, you have to know who you are in Christ. You have to know God's word. So when the lies come up, you can just go ahead and rebuke that. You can go ahead and dismiss it and correct it with truth. And what happens? When light, which is truth, hits darkness, which is evil, it flees. It disappears. That's what happens and that's a benefit. that's one of the several benefits from Bible study. Question number eight. Who is in the Bible? God, Jesus, Noah, Moses, and a lot of people that you know about already. And if you don't know who is in the Bible, this serves as a perfect opportunity for you to open up the Bible, begin reading the Bible, begin studying the Bible, Begin praying to God as you read it so you can figure out who is in there. Question number nine: Who said Bible study was important? God lets us know in John the first chapter in the first through the third verse, that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning, through him all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Knowing that God is the word and Jesus is the word, it's clear that if God is important, his words are important. And if God and his words are found in the Bible, that must be important too. In John, the 14th chapter in the 15th verse states, If you love me, you keep my commands. Now, God is letting us know to keep his commands. And in order to keep God's commands, we have to read what his commands say. We have to study what his commands say. And his commands are found in his word. His word is found in the Bible. Joshua, the first chapter in the eighth verse states that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. God told us to be careful to do what this word says. So after hearing all of what God is saying, it sounds to me that God is saying that Bible study is indeed important. Question number 10, who should I talk to about what I've read in the Bible? You can talk to God, you can talk to Jesus about what you read in the Bible in prayer. You can converse with a trusted family member, a friend, a colleague, a stranger. But if you're talking to family and friends and loved ones, yes, you want to share what you've learned, yes, you want to share your revelations, but don't be alarmed when people don't receive your revelations when you share them with them and don't be upset when people just don't want to hear you. Some people don't want to listen to what you have to say. They just don't and that's fine. That is fine. But the revelation is for you. If it is for somebody else that God tells you to share it with a particular word or particular passage a particular scripture and they don't receive it, just pray about it and let God change their heart. We don't want to go around beating people inside the head with Bibles. We don't want to do that. That's not our aim. Our aim is to be a hearer and doer of the Word of God. And don't be discouraged if people don't want to hear you. Don't let that stop you. Keep talking. Keep praying. And if you want to share your revelations with like-minded believers, people in your circle or your space or people who keep coming to you, hey man, what you read today? Hey girl, what what you get today? Share it. Because in sharing, you are helping somebody and you're helping yourself and you're showing individuals who you keep first. God is on the forefront of your mind. God is your foundation. God is your center. God is your rock. Whenever you sense God prompting you to share and encourage somebody in his word, aim to not miss out on those opportunities. But as you pray, God will reveal to you the times, when, how, where to share his word with people. So remain courageous and encouraged and keep up the good work. So I just went over the 10 who's. Targeting the importance of Bible study. A scripture I would like to leave you with is Galatians, the sixth chapter, and the ninth verse. And it states, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And I wanted to share that passage of scripture with you to encourage you through your Bible study journey. This is indeed a journey, a lifelong pursuit. And there will be times you feel that you've missed the mark, that you weren't on target, or you might feel that God is disappointed in you. The aim is to figure out your targeted plans for Bible study and begin aiming towards those targets in prayer, action, faith, and confidence. When you really begin reading God's Word, you understand that it's just not something to do to check off your to-do list for the day. When you start studying God's Word, You understand that it has its highs and lows. As you study the word of God, God knows how to reveal his love and correction to you. And that means there will be some things where God shows you that you need to take accountability for. You need to take responsibility for. You need to change some things up. Hey, the way you're thinking is not good. You need to treat people a certain type of way. You need to leave people alone. You need to dip out of those relationships. You need to go confront some people. But as you deal and as you go through and as you understand that God is guiding you as you study his word, don't become weary of the challenges you will go through and the storms you'll go through. And yes, you can study God's word while going through a storm, reading the Bible, trying to figure out, okay, God, um... Your word says this, what's happening over here? Why am I in this? Why are you allowing this to happen? But as you remain grounded and in alignment with God's word, as you go through the pitfalls, the setbacks, and the storms of life, God can reveal truth to you in his word as you're going through the storms of life. Your trust will grow your faith will grow and you'll have a deeper relationship with God because you understand that God is navigating you through the storms of life and the joys of life, all while you read and study His Word and keep Him first. Keep God first. As you make studying God's Word your lifestyle, you will reap a harvest of benefits that exceed your imagination. Your expectation and thoughts. When you read God's word or you keep him first, people will begin to see the transformation taking place within you. People will see how you keeping God first and studying his word has catapulted you. It's changed the trajectory of your life and your family's life, your friends' lives, anybody who has met you. Their lives are changed or impacted when you study God's word and you keep God first your enemies do not have a chance they don't have a chance at all when the enemy comes at you in one direction they will flee from you in seven because you know the truth and when you know the truth the truth will set you free remain encouraged with God you can do all things because in God all things are possible So congrats on aiming towards the target in developing and leading a closer, intimate relationship with God the Father and Jesus, your personal Lord and Savior. Thanks for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com for more encouraging resources and apparel. You can connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and on the YouVersion Bible app. On the Bible app, you have the option to complete a variety of Bible-based devotionals aimed to encourage you throughout your day. Thanks for supporting, subscribing, and sharing this podcast. It is my aim to share targeted points of encouragement with you as you develop in studying God's Word. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Thank you for including me into your day. Peace and God bless.